Happy New Year, everybody. It's Ricker and Bond coming to you live from the lawn. Hello, Governor. It's going to be a great new year. My resolution is to have a British accent by the end of the year. So I'm going to start practicing. Um, <laughs> just like an accent that you don't think about. You just now have a British accent. Yeah. You think that's hard to do? Can I, can I have a different accent than I have now? Maybe you like practice. Yeah. And then practice. And then you know, you, you'll get used to it. Just watch a lot of Harry Potter and... <laughs> Uh, a lot of James Bond thanks for listening everybody enjoy your life thanks for hopping into Rick and Bond for how many ever years you have been listening enjoy the episode it's probably the best one yet that's right enjoy Yes. Oh man. Deep in there. I was gonna. I was gonna. I really let it go, go. You know, because I wanted it. I wanted it. But you know, Brent. You know, Brent. You would have been fed wealth too. There were some like (laughs) Phil Collins type drums. It's beautiful. Oh no. Yeah. The beat really outdid his voice on this one. Who was it, Brent? uh, I don't know. Let me say. You know, you could follow or text Brent Fias at one four four three six three seven six one zero zero. Yes, Brent Fias. This song was produced by. I hope my Michael Jackson's ghost. Sam produced by Brent Fias, Sam Tracks, and D Pat and A Two. Ah, D Pat sounds familiar. I think he's the uh, Sonder guy. Any of them? Yeah, he's the Sonder producer. Oh, so he is Sonder. Yes. Oh, snap. Well, congrats, D-Pat, on being Sonder. Of course he has to have the profile picture that's super mysterious, super shadowy. Can't see his face, dude. Can't see his face. What, are you on, on Genius? Yes. Gotta be on Genius. Gotta be on Genius, dude. What's up, everybody? Ricker and Bond. Happy New Year. There's actually no, there's no possible physical way you could hear this not in, the, in a new year. Yes. You could, you could be in like a 2023, perhaps, but... There's there's no possible way you could hear this in 2021. It's 2022. That's pretty crazy. Coming up on the 17, 18, 19, 2021. Six years. <laughs> Five years. Coming up on the half decade of doing a pod. Damn, has it been six years or five? No, it's been five. Uh, it's uh, yeah, almost five long. years of 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 broadcasting on Ricker and Bond. Never been more committed to anything <laughs> in my life. It's a long run, dude. It's a long one. 
Shout out yep. the day one DRH cat. Shout out your boy in Norway. Shout out that one chick that just really ghosted the pod, you know, got a shirt and then just said later. What about that lady that used to call in all the time? Oh, dude, her too. She's probably well. Uh, I forgot her name. She was cool. Shout out her. Shout out Homegrown Wealth Discord. Big ups. Um, and everybody Shout listening. Shout out everyone listening. Hope you're having a good new year. Uh, anyone got any New Year's resolutions for the class they would like to share? Well, my mom said she'd like to stop drinking less. Stop, she wants to stop drinking less? As a joke. So start uh, drinking more? <laughs> oh, snap. I said that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stop drinking less. You know, it's really, it's really uh, just ruining everything if you drink less. Also, rest in peace, Betty White, someone who probably could have drank less. I'm just kidding. Was she, drink, was she a drinker? I doubt it. She was probably she probably just drank water, maybe some tea with some honey. I, I hear she was a couple of days out from being a hundred. She was almost there. She almost made it. Weak, weak willed, dude. Come on. Yeah, like why? Why are you gonna stop at ninety nine percent? Come on. You know, it's like, like, like follow through. To quote, to quote Kobe, job's not finished. <laughs> job finished. Your job wasn't finished, Betty White. Kobe would be disgusted. Dude. He's gonna, he's gonna go up there and his. And obviously, Betty White's going to be in basketball heaven. There's different heavens. And Betty White, I don't know how, but she, cause I think she balled in like college or something. She's in basketball heaven. Yeah. Comes up there. Kobe's like going to backslap. Be like, what are you doing, dude? Come on. You can't be on my team. Do you think she was just a vicious racist? And then when she turned 60, like things started changing in society. Like, hey, dude, what's going on here? Going on here. These other colors, they're not that bad. Pictures of Betty White when she was like a young person. Different. It's weird. You just look completely different. She's older than Disney. <laughs> well, she was older than Disney. That's a really good your mom joke. Your mom's so old. She's older than Disney. She's dude. literally older than Mickey fucking mouse. You just you literally look like a different human when you're young and when you're old. Yeah. I wonder how I'm going to look. Probably just bitter. <laughs> I just you're, round. You're going to look bitter as a description? Yeah, it's gonna be. She looks weird. People just looked weird when she was young. She looked like she was on a. <laughs> this is a New York Post thing that says fans convinced Betty White's death is a hoax. Fake, dude. Fake news. I wonder if she was a Metaverse fan. <laughs> She's been trying to tap into the longevity community and uh, yeah. really try to ride out this this oldness as a sickness thing. She's really over it. Over it. You think you're like pissed a little bit if you didn't make a hundred and you're like, maybe you, you know a little bit you're about to die in Betty White and you're like, dang, dude, lame. Yeah. Or like she wasn't even sick or anything. She just died. Uh, you know? No, I mean, I guess that, that's still oldness is a sickness, eh? Apparently she hadn't left the house since COVID started. So probably didn't have that. Uh, Maybe, you know, she was just stressing about being a hundred and her wrinkles maybe her heart was just like i'm done wrinkle with she was like so old when she was at her prime on television so it's a lot the only the only betty white i know is old fucking uh what was it the golden years or the golden girls was that what she was on i think so i saw a picture the other day there's a rare condition 
This day and age? Is that the Golden Girls song? No, that's something, uh, something. Family Matters. Oh, shit. The newspaper <laughs> page. Let me see if I remember the Golden Girls song. Did you watch the Golden Girls? Nah, but Family Guy used to do a lot of parodies of old shows. Because Seth MacFarlane was that kind of guy. And so I just knew a bunch of songs to shows I never watched. What day did she die? Yesterday. There's a, a People exclusive article on December 28th. And, and yesterday was December 31st, 2021. People put out an article December 28th, 2021 at 8 a.m. Entitled, Betty White Reveals Her Secrets to a Happy Life at 100. Quote, I'm so lucky to be in such good health. Damn. Did she really say that, though? And at, at the top, it says in italics, Betty White has sadly died since the publication of this article. Her rep confirmed to People on December 31st, the beloved actress who has participated in this inf- interview with People just a few weeks before her death was 99. Oh, and you know what the first line of this article is? What? Betty White is gearing up to celebrate her centennial birthday on January 17th. Jesus. Follow through, Betty. What we do you do will. when you're 100? Like, Probably wish you were dead. Probably just like so wish that thing. your body I, wasn't in pain. I, I, was, I was watching and I like to read the longevity stuff of like science trying to like cure aging. Watch mm-hmm. a documentary. Would you, how, how, what's, the, what's your prime age you want to live to? Like, if you could live a long, live long to. time, would you want to live a long, long time? No sickness. I feel great all the time. Sure. Uh, maybe you want to see multiple generations. Warren Buffett's like 91. Yeah. And Charlie Munger, his pal is like 98. And I remember he said something like, oh, like I'm, I'm the king. I'm the king of compounding or something. And he was like mm-hmm. kind of bragging. I'm like, dude, you're 97. Like, what are you going to do with all this money? Like, who cares? Do you think something you're going like, to be bored at, at a certain age? I want to be young enough to, like, be able to, like, enjoy stuff. Yeah, I'm going to be bored for sure. Maybe, like, late 80s. But it will probably be by the time a handful of decades from now that 100 is going to be lower than the life expectancy in the future. That could be true. It could be, People like, right 120. Now 20 will probably live longer than 100. Probably. You think, like... It's just going to be so crazy. Like, people easily live to 200. I mean, that might be 80 years ago, people lived to like 60 or something. It's, uh, you know, the the graph graph says up. Everyone was living to like 30. That's why people were having kids at 12. It means people are going to need more money, more food, more water. More shelter. Space to live. Yeah. We got to get to Mars. <laughs> Elon was right, dude. Moon. He freaking figured it out, dude. Yeah. But Elon's the moon guy and Jeff Bezos is... No, no. Elon is the Mars guy and Jeff Bezos is the moon guy. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeff Bezos wants us to keep our, like, production and stuff on Mars. And he wants us to live on Earth because he says Earth is the best planet by far for humans. And Elon's like, nah, we got to get to Mars. Um, kind yeah. of with Jeff Bezos on this one. You like the Earth? Because, like, Mars is hella cold. <laughs> it's, like, colder than any place on Earth. That's it. You could do cool, like, science stuff if it's really... I guess you have to get colder than cold, but... 
there's there's cool science stuff you can do with like cold uh like photons i guess you gotta like will we like live in a dome or something i would assume there's actually okay i've been watching there's a hack i figured out it's called old ipad minis with no social media or anything to look at it so i've been i just been like on an ipad mini reading stuff and watching amazon prime documentaries which is dope um there was one documentary i don't think it was mars but it's a something that is very interesting is is people want to virtually like upload stuff to saturn's moon so Mm -hmm. you kind of have avatars of people like working like machines and and robots kind of i haven't finished the documentary but there's a few things i've been reading about virtual avatars on saturn's moon so that's another another multi-planet thing that people might want to be try to figure out are you excited for the space force what are they doing it's just uh it's just the next military branch that's going to be in space they're called instead of soldiers they're called guardians oh yeah we're definitely getting into the star wars age I mean, the next couple centuries. They unveiled it during the Trump admin. Has there been yeah. new news for Space Force stuff? Uh, not really. Just like they unveiled, I think like the uniforms and what they're gonna call them. I'm sure there has, but I haven't really been following it that much. But like the people that are probably gonna be guardians probably aren't even born yet. So let's see. Oh, they got some acquisitions. Oh yeah, dude, I like this. It's called BreakingDefense.com. Shout out also uh, DARPA. I forgot what DARPA sound stands for, but uh, you can look up, uh, what does it stand for? Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, where the U.S. military science branch that like makes cool science stuff sometimes. Uh, you could see what they're like investing in on DARPA.mil. I thought it was pretty cool. Extreme optics. DARPA. Driven and non-equilibrium quantum systems. Also been reading a little quantum stuff. Deep purposeful learning. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Wasn't the internet called ARPA or ARPANET at first? It there there was one thing that DARPA was very famous for uh innovating on. It might have been internet stuff. But oh, there, there was one very public thing that the, the military was was funding for the public. I guess, yeah, I guess ARPANET made the internet. Its initial purpose was to link computers at Pentagon-funded research institutions over telephone lines. Whoa! Shout out, Defense. The internet. Ever heard of it? On it. (laughs) It's gonna be big. You think so? Nah, it's a fad. It's a phase. Like, what can you do? What can you do on the internet? Like, text people or something? (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Like you can't do anything cool. You can't work. You can't do videos. You can't build anything. It's lame. You're right. It's, you're it's right. a fad. Computers will never be smaller than refrigerators ever, and no one will have a computer in their home. That's I, that line of sarcastic uh, uh, role playing does make me say, "Why remember cloud computing and physical services servers?" Why can't cloud computing be freaking photons or something? I just had this conversation with my friend and he was like talking about engineers, like the people that make stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was saying that like the people that don't engineer 
usually are the people that push stuff forward. Mm-hmm. And I use Steve Jobs as an example. And I was like, he would consistently ask his engineers to build stuff that was like, that had never been made before. Like, Andy, make the computer talk, goddammit. Like, make it say hello. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll figure it out. So then, like, I that guess. would just, like, push them to do it. Like, keep trying yeah. things. And then eventually, like, they... So I think it takes someone that doesn't know the limitations to push the people. Yeah. I, I remember there was... Um... There was kind of like a like a a layer of like categories of of types of people in in like just public, but I think people who are engineering kind of have have to innately be very present oriented to make things. I see um, that. I see it so hard as, as a popular percentage. My engineering friend is like, dude, the metaverse as you're talking about it. It's not going to be in our lifetime. I'm like, bro, it's going to be so in our lifetime. It's going to be it's like in the next been in 10 our years. lifetime for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, like he also doesn't use social media, so he's not like super into the culture. But yeah, uh, there's it, the, the greatest thing that Facebook ever did with the rebranding was convince people that what they're experiencing as a metaverse now hasn't existed for like a decade. Shout yeah. out to Penguin. But man, once uh, just get some cool goggles, man. Microsoft Mesh, always a fun thing to look at. Um, I talk about the metaverse a lot, but I don't have any VR goggles. So I should. I know, man. I was, um, I was, I was, I was, because one, at a certain point, I know that it will be a little bit limited if I be like an Oculus or something. I'll probably use it for like a couple weeks unless I find something really like cool i could seek my teeth into and like create stuff with and um but it's it's i agree um apparently people already have jobs in the metaverse the the facebook clip yeah <laughs> the the metaverse guide yeah whatever that was i mean people people are making bank creating uh like parcels on on the decentralized worlds like it, you, you can make ETH on ETH to make homes on Sandbox or or uh, um, crypto voxels or or uh, Decentraland, and that's Nasty. just from cats like probably building Minecraft things. Like people built Minecraft like monoliths in like museums, and if you know a little bit of code, you could hop in and get paid for stuff. I'm sure there is a Minecraft monetary system going on for people making stuff yeah who the heck texted me uh what's uh how was your new year's did you do anything to think about anything it was chill i had some friends over we drank some alcohol and chilled it was pretty relaxing um yeah, you know, let's chill. What you do? Uh, you know me, man. I read some books and made some beats. Hey. Uh, yeah. What's plan, new in the news? What? Plan any New Year things in November? Plan like any resolutions? Yeah. I say people should do that like two months out from December. But I mean, well, have to my be New Year base, but it's a, you know. 12 months is usually the time humans look back and forward. I have some goals that are like 
So the first is to hit a million on TikTok. Nice. The second is to hit a hundred thousand on YouTube. Nice. And I kind of want the YouTube one more because it's always been my dream since I was a wee lad to just make a living off of YouTube, and I feel like I finally have a good in. So I'm just gonna go crazy via TikTok. Yeah, because the TikTok has got gotten me like. Well, one of my videos is doing okay. I did a Coinbase versus Coinbase wallet video. What's the difference? And if you look up Coinbase wallet, it's like the second or third video to come up. It has like eight thousand views, and that video has gotten me a hundred subscribers. And TikTok alone has gotten me like five hundred. So I'm sitting around like six hundred something. Eighty-one k TikTok, dude. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I was going really hard. I was doing two TikToks a day mm-hmm. for like five weeks. And I can easily do that, but like I was getting to the point where I was running out of like stuff to talk about Reward and I didn't have enough time to Well, yeah, I didn't like have enough like time to research stuff, you know? And I was like, okay, I don't want to talk about something I don't know about. So then I went down to one video a day and that's kind of doing well. So I might just stick to that. But Doing that, it's hard to do YouTube, so I gotta fucking, I gotta figure out a formula to like do both. Have you not uploaded all these on YouTube? So you can only do shorts that are up to a minute, and most of mine are over a minute. Which is dumb, YouTube. Fix it. Probably clips them up. Yeah, that is annoying. Fix it. It's like if you're gonna copy TikTok, Instagram too. This goes for you. Don't half ass it. Like, copy all their features, you know? And they're, they're slowly doing a little more things. I'd clip up those and then short it up on YouTube, dude. I'm sure we'll get some, at least something. Yeah, I think I think I think one of them did okay. He only got like 100 views, but I could probably throw them all up. But my strategy for this, at least to get to um, monetization, is well, number one, evergreen content. Stuff that like beginners will look up mm-hmm. because that like does well. And, like, super long videos, like, talking about, like, a white paper or something. Because the people that are really into a certain coin will watch, like, most of it. And that alone is, like, 30 minutes of watch time. So, are you on live on TikTok yet? I haven't. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Just fucking talk, dude. Yeah, I could. I, I mean, can just talk. You gotta do that. That's a, it's a nice community building thing. I've been doing, I have an email list. Um, Heck yeah. I'm looking at it. I think uh how many how many subscribers do I have? I currently have I have eighty K TikTok followers. Thirty-three. Man. And I started I started like two weeks ago. So my thing there is to uh just build that up. I send out an email every week on Monday just about like stuff I'm researching and my thing is to build that up to like a couple thousand and then like sell them something like maybe a course or whatever and also the juices all these like most of these monetization things by the way i've learned on tiktok since tiktok doesn't fucking pay shit (laughs) um fucking consulting i have like this page where i'm like yo if you don't understand this call me and i'll talk to you two people call me regularly one i'm not gonna like say who they are but they're both like older people and they just they're just like oh i don't get it like my son won't explain it to me he's a dick can you explain it to me please that's funny yeah um yeah i've also kind of gone towards that route but the 
that calling thing is funny because like it kind of goes towards all the people like like literally calling yeah yeah they they so what happens is um so old <laughs> they book a time on the website it gives them a number to call it gives me a number to call we both call i talk like i'm talking to my friend about crypto or whatever i hang up and then it just says you've made 40 bucks or 45 bucks or something funny it's like literally they it's, it's pretty easy um but yeah i just gotta just build that up that'll uh that'll definitely grow but just the consistency on the talk is the fuel to the fire nice man proud of you that's really dope thanks man um you got you got the uh the seedling for billions hikey oh sweet i mean i layer up but i mean yeah the first thing the i mean like money not followers um, there's uh there's a lot of people that talk like about crypto not a lot but they have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers on youtube i've never heard of them and i know they're just making bank and their videos are just like hey guys it's saturday january 1st bitcoin's up this much today ethereum's down this much today okay, yeah see you tomorrow that's also the thing like a type of the f a fear i have is i don't want to have to keep up with like price of bitcoin as content yeah i try i try not to talk about price of anything yeah i try to just talk about like the tech like it's hard to talk a, a little bit hard to talk about macro stuff with crypto right now besides like i was reading a thing with kevin o'leary was talking to forbes about crypto and i think it's a smart mindset of just of and what kind of like capital firms are look at is that it as which is like software so you could kind of look at like utility and and things that the projects are doing as as topics instead of like coins uh, yeah is more enticing at least selfishly to, to my brain but i don't know if a lot of people like that sometimes i gotta remind myself like yo like most people are beginners just think of the most basic question you can think of and make a video of it and those do the best yeah like even something as simple as what is ethereum yeah you know because that's like something shareable storytellers man the art of storytelling yeah it's it's fun uh, great stuff tiktok's tiktok's awesome it's something man when you leverage it for, for good the, the the ratio of followers to conversions though yeah, okay, so this is my this is my thing about TikTok. I consider TikTok very cheap traffic, yeah. right? It just, like, brings everybody in. And then I got to create this funnel for people that actually give a shit about yeah. me. So that's the YouTube subscribers. That's, I, I consider that medium give a shit if they subscribe to the email. Uh, like, B plus give a shit if they call me for consulting. A plus give a shit. Like, I can sell them something if I needed to. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, so it's 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 like a, a bottleneck funnel that I'm trying to trying Definitely to make hit up. Uh, I know uh, something like um, I don't know premium service that gets you a week of uh, a, a, a on a Zoom conference call a week plus exclusive insights and whatnot. It's an easy uh, subscription service for people. Yeah. Subscription a year, one hundred a month or something. Those subscriptions are the juice. Shout out to Sam Cart. Got any headlines, man? 
got any headlines? Things you saw over the past few weeks? I definitely did see some stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I forgot. They finally changed the name of the crypto, I mean, the stable center. It's kind of sad. Uh, <coughs> is it, what does it look like? They got their little lion head up there? Uh, yeah, they did put it up. Or they did it. Uh, last time I saw it, it had said nothing. It was just the center. <laughs> but they got, they got it on the top. But uh, I don't know. I don't see the uh, the side where it says Staples. Yeah, I watched a documentary last night on not last got? night about. You remember there was a fight in two thousand four between who was it? The Pistons and. Uh, I don't know. Whatever team Ron Artest was on. And like, basically. basically like, yeah, everyone was like fighting the fans. Yeah, so it's the Malice in the Palace. Big one. Malice in the Palace. I had never heard of that before. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Wish I was there so I can get some punches in. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the, uh, the distributor of the, the documentary? Uh, it was on Netflix. Was it on uh, Netflix? I think it was on Netflix. But I was like, damn, they, they, they literally take anything. Make it just a, a two-hour documentary that was like a movie. That is one of the, like the biggest like pofas in in sports. But like what they talk about. What was the uh, the first, second, third act? I didn't get to the third act, but um, they were they had everybody that was like involved, and they interviewed them. So they had like fans that were there. Like the guy that like threw one of the first punches, he was there. Um, they interviewed the players, the coaches. They were all like, the the big storyline was um, how the media immediately like turned on the players and said that the players instigated it. Yeah, which may or may not have been true, but like there was no, there was definitely no two sides to the story. Even though there was footage of like people throwing stuff at the players and like starting the whole because I don't know if you remember, but like what made the thing go on was I guess there was um a kerfuffle on the court and one of the players was like the fans don't know that like all of us are like friends so like if we get into a disagreement it's not real fighting and like no one wants to fight because like we get paid a lot so there was like a little kerfuffle and the 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 crowd started getting riled up and ron artest like he was laying down on the scoreboard table or something mm-hmm. which was like super not cool but while he was laying on there, somebody threw, like, I don't know, a beer or something at him. Yeah. And then he, like, went into beast mode and, like, ran into the stands, like, skipping six rows at a time per yeah. step. And then just started beating down on some guy. And then, like, that's when the sh- shit just went wild. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what if I had been at that game, like, as a child? Like, what, what, what like, probably would have fucked. Walk away from the epicenter of punches of yeah. six, seven dudes. Imagine just like a, an NBA player just like jumps on you and starts wailing on you. That's, they're big, man. They're I'm a like, tall guy and they're all tall. Like I'm the smallest person in the NBA. It's like peak athleticism. <laughs> like literally, literally peak human right there. Just going <laughs> from, from the top to the bottom of just, you look I, like you might've been throwing a beer. I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, that was fun. Um, do you know anything about super off topic? But do you know anything about treasury tokens, DAOs? 
um things no for like 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 countries no they're like like have you ever seen those coins with like 500,000 percent apy or yeah. whatever so i was looking into those because i was like dude these are these are a scam a capital s-c-a-m mm-hmm. and so i was doing some research and i'm gonna mess up how they work but i'm gonna try so apparently it's just all smart contracts and what you do is you you get the coin and they incentivize you to stake it and they use that staking thing that you gave them put it in a treasury and that is supposed to back the currency so that essentially the currency has like a floor that it won't go lower than and it's the opposite of bitcoin because bitcoin is deflationary so this would be like the u.s dollar it's inflationary it starts with a small amount and then gets bigger over time the more people like stake and like as like more people like get into it and the price goes up the apy goes down and then eventually it's supposed to be like a stable coin that's backed by a basket of assets damn i understand i explained that pretty well but yeah that's basically it but i don't like it's still like it was started with this coin called Olympus Dow. Yeah. And then they have like this thing where like anybody can make their own version of the coin. So like they're popping up everywhere. And I think that once people like get like knowledge of this, it's going to be the next like NFT bank run. Like the first being meme coins, second being NFTs, third being this. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were kind of predicting that like this year would be Dow run. Um, I had heard of Olympus before. Um, and a lot of people are kind of like, even like the Constitution Dow stuff hit headlines. I think more people are going to probably go towards that this year than NFTs last year. Yeah, um, NFTs are. Uh, the art stuff is kind of weird. Plus, uh, you know, money yeah. things will happen in, in the non-NFT world that are going to affect the NFT world. So says some people. When people call me, the first thing they ask is, so uh, NFTs? And I'm like, no. Like, stay away. Like, just I mean, look from it's afar. Let's hope the tech will be here, but do not do not pull out your life savings to buy one of these JPEGs. Yeah. it's Look for a cool utility, at least. Yeah. When the time to do that, Gamble Gamble is probably not now. Probably, probably not at the hottest point. Even a few months ago, it was a little... I, I only did, like, two things. One thing completely ended because the creators didn't know how to code. So now it's a, an NFT uh, ghost land. It's pretty interesting. There, there'll be a cool uh, documentary or article, at least, of people featuring NFT community ghost lands, ghost, ghost towns, of NFTs that failed and have left a, a quiet, quiet discord. Quiet discord and left millions in financial ruin. Yeah. People are going to go into DAOs. I didn't know that the Olympus DAO was basically off of that. Because there's other, there's other coins that have this system of, of staking that penalizes people for taking it out so they can make a, a floor. But I'm not sure if that was one-to-one with what Olympus is doing. But Olympus is definitely one of the things that I've heard people talk about frequently in big DAOs. Because I also yeah. have, like, I mean, stuff. 
<laughs> like they're not doing nothing apparently but in, i think that was like one of the earliest discords i kind of joined with like crypto stuff but i i don't frequent it olympus yeah i wonder why everyone why is discord the go-to thing it's really it good the best <laughs> like i hate like it's it's uh you have you have a bit more features in another chat room there's a lot of bots that you can put in that do cool things you can do roles easily there's different chat rooms um it's kind of like a shinier version of a 2d chat room mm. um the the u user interface is very not friendly it's very not intuitive it's made for gamers it's kind of evolved from that just as a hub of communication mm-hmm. new voice chat video chat microsoft was about to acquire them but it fell through i believe there's a there's a cool there's a, a cool video about their ascent to prom, prominent mind share in the world about the biz doc dude shout out um i don't know there's not a lot of other chat rooms that have multiple features that are very cool so that radio shack coin that i sent you yeah basically it's basically that for people that don't know radio shack the the hot hot um electronics retailers of the 80s is making a pivot to crypto DeFi owned by the one and only ty lopez of here in my garage fame um so it's the same thing as olympus dow except it's incredibly incredibly centralized they instate like centralized the whole thing so their thing is um when staking yeah when businesses are on blockchain and doing stuff or when they make uh their own crypto or whatever we want them to switch to radio token yeah and then that'll switch to whatever thing the consumer is using so they want to be the bridge kind of like paypal or square yeah but i'm thinking like yo if you're going to be this centralized why not just make paypal or square you know if you're going to use crypto like because it's still slower than paypal or square you know yeah it's that model is a model frequently used (laughs) um of like use this to swap with other things instead of this other token yeah the business side is a little different like if a business wants to use crypto you can use this as a stable coin or to swap is what they're uh offering Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can, I guess it, it is all just like whoever markets it the best and whoever gets the most users, but it's very not a competitive advantage that I can think of. They Unless say you have all these businesses, which you might have an edge if you're, if you have a bunch of those uh, brick and mortar stores. Well, he, what they're thinking. He does own um, Pure One. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you have all of those brick and mortar stores, you could have a little bit of an edge for small to medium-sized businesses like that who want to get into crypto somehow for whatever reason. Like, what, what, what crypto things does Radio Shack offer for them? Just swapping into other crypto? So like if Pure One wanted to make Pure One coin, they would make it on Radio Shack's thing? 
their Uniswap slash token launcher, I'm assuming they have. Yeah, so instead of going from Pure One Coin to die to wrapped Ether to Ether to whatever, it would just be from Pure One Coin to Radio to Ethereum or whatever you're using. You know, which is cool. And they have like a bunch of like he owns a bunch of stores already. And he said in the white paper, like people already know Radio Shack and they already kind of trust it. So mm-hmm. we kind of have a leg up. Mm-hmm. And the thing I do like is that it's all like public. Like you can see where all the money's going because it mm-hmm. is the blockchain. But it's just like the opposite of what crypto was made for. But, you know, it, it could probably for work. For some people. There's a lot of things that centralization is kind of needed or wanted, but they just want digital currency. Like some people don't care about the decentralization. I think it's centralized because he has like the gas fee is split up crazy. He has like a wallet for the two founders and then a wallet for the corporation. Like that's fine. Corporations got to make money. And then like a wallet that's like a secret. And then like a lot of, a lot of stuff in the white paper was like, we'll get back to this later coming soon. Mm. So like, eh, interesting. Eh. <clears throat> But yeah. I do think that that is kind of a bit of an edge. If you have, what what did he have? Seven seven old brick and mortar stores that he acquired. <clears throat> he has um, a handful at least. Uh, maybe like ten. I don't recognize. If you have a, lot a of bunch them. of those, you, you you incorporate digital currency somehow in a way that is uh, appealing for other stores to use. Um, you have the the uh, pivot pivotal point for those stores being your radio shack token um and you and you create an ecosystem up from that that could be possible it definitely uh like it said there's more marketing in radio shack than these other newer DeFi things even though this isn't DeFi, it's cfi uh, yeah it is cfi he owns zeusk what is that shoes Nah, it's a dating app. Oh, his partner started Zeus in 2007. I think I've heard oh. about that. Um, I could see yeah. it working. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he builds up an ecosystem of brick and mortar digital. What, what is he offering people, though? Just digital currency stuff? Like, you said that. So, you, if people want a digital currency instead of going through a bunch of other stuff where you have to learn what to do as a company. You have this brick and mortar company. Hey, we're a company just like you. We know how to do it. Go through, go through RS. So he says he wants to minimize slippage. If you don't know what slippage is, slippage is the difference between what you want to pay and the market price. Mm-hmm. And he says his uh, cure for that is super deep liquidity. So that just means that uh, you stake your radio token. And then you can't take it out. Yeah, like a huge said, red flag. The, the model huge red a flag. Of, a lot of people use. Like that's what Safer Moon was. That was. Could you what? not unstake? Um, you get penalized. Uh, that's like monetarily. For that's that's like most of these most of people making tokens copied Safe Moon to make like a, a staking thing that pumps up the price. Oh, you, you big market forward of like, yo, if you stake this, your money goes up, even though you can't unstake without penalty. Um, okay, and like, I, if you have I, nothing else besides that, like most of these, those projects had nothing else besides if you stake, you get rewards from people staking stuff. That was the project. 
for tens of thousands of projects, probably. Uh, so this a Ponzi scheme. I mean, it's decentralized. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I like, and I, you get I, rewards. I, so like, a lot of these, a lot of these are Ponzi schemes. I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, I mean, it's. There, there, there's very cool things. Like I said, <clears throat> there's people that I like to, to listen to that are like hedge fund bankster dudes that are very into DeFi now. And to see the projects that they like that are interesting to them is very eye-opening because like this stuff, it's, it's, been, it's been tricked to people to make it sexy and fun and cool. And it kind of is at some points just because price goes up and there's like memes, but it really is boring monetary digital code. And to see like hedge fund managers getting into uh, like, like there's a one thing people show is index coop, um, which is like a index token. Uh, it's like a, it's also a DAO and like see like stats behind that of like stats that, bank people would nerd out on, but it's like DeFi tokens and, 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 um, basically baskets of tokens. Like they have like an index token for DeFi and internet of things. So like indexing stuff, which is people don't really care about mostly. And, mm -hmm. uh, but that is kind of the main use people, or at least one of the main uses that like DeFi does. What if Wells Fargo did the same thing, but like just made a Wells Fargo coin and you use Wells Fargo coin to swap and they were super deep liquidity or whatever? I think people would for sure trust that and they wouldn't care that it's centralized because Wells Fargo is already centralized. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying where most of these people essentially like don't care if something is decentralized unless you're one of the pirates that said, yo ho, crypto, we don't like banks and we don't like government. But at the same time, technology makes it easier for governments and banks to do payment stuff <laughs> it's payment it's payments that's what this is <laughs> um there was another housing crash or market crash i'm sure people would care about decentralization all over again yeah but you know that was well, kind of at this point what that was 12 13 years ago that, that's probably i mean that's what it stemmed out of right and yeah. there's probably other motives that whoever made it had for doing it but that was kind of the like public catalyst of like hey obviously these people are doing things behind walled gardens that are bad for people's money so this is literally everything that can be done with this code and it's public um i'm sure there's myriads of shadowy motives other people could have had but um it, you could have the infrastructure layered on based off of that, of like going forward. Like I said, transparency, if that is what people want, you'll see more companies be more transparent. And you saw it with like like that index coop, you see like all of these really cool stats of like research stuff that usually people didn't have to look at for like banks and stuff. But if you're uh, if you're a DAO and your stuff is on blockchain, you can see all, all the money and all the stats. Um, so it's kind of just, you know, <clears throat> as I've said before, an, an evolution of the internet and how institutions work, but you, you haven't added on incentive to be more transparent with people. Can you still call it a DAO though? If it's not decentralized or autonomous? I mean, 
It's just no, but I'm talking about things that are actually DAOs and decentralized. Ah, but even then, it's like a lot of people are going to be like, all right, like if if this does go downhill, like as things goes downhill, people want more authoritarian stuff. It's 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 a historical cycle of if in crisis, most people on mass want someone to solve it and say, I can solve this. Uh, even if it's the authoritarian's fault probably not but some people uh, like because like with covid a lot of people were like government please step in and help everything but yeah, with 2008 people were like government get the fuck out of the way yeah uh that's an interesting point but i mean the government did do things in 2008 that stopped it <laughs> and covid at least I think the super tight restriction on stuff probably slowed a lot of the things down. But you see in history that when things kind of go downhill, the majority of population will probably be like, yeah, where's, where's leadership? Um, if that happens with DeFi, you might have, I mean, with payment stuff and regular people, you might want, you have people wanting be like, yo, where's, where's my support call? I can't call support. You can't, but you know, that's why you have people like me. Book a call, clary.fm slash bonjin. I got you. Centralized, dude. Centralized. It's cycles. Uh, it's cyclical, man. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Um Do you know who Alex Hermosi is? Don't think so. I think you may have posted one of his things before, but he's just I've never found more value in a person on YouTube than this this gentleman. He uh First of all, he starts this this spiel with, I'm not selling you anything. I'm already rich. I don't need your money. I'm just trying to share knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he like, he has a couple companies that all collectively do like 80 million a year in revenue. And five years ago, he had like as much money as me, which is like not a lot. So now he's just like, yeah, these are, uh, this is what you got to do if you want to get acquired. Like this is what you, if you're stuck at, 30,000 a month. This can get you to a hundred thousand a month. Um, here's some like, here's how you deal with bad employees. Just fire them or whatever. Um, it's like, so like his podcast is crazy good. And he makes a lot of TikToks as well. But like, I have seen his face before. Yeah. And all of this stuff is free. I read his book. Um, that gave me some good nuggets of information in terms of like charging people. Mm-hmm. He was saying like, Cause when I was tr- figuring out what to charge for consulting, he was like, like, look, like most people don't want to spend hours doing research. They just want the answers. And a yeah. lot of people have the money to like do it. So they'll happily pay a hundred dollars to like get a grasp on something, especially yeah. if it's going to help their business or something. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm going to target just people with money and see how that goes. And whenever I tell my immediate peers like how much i'm charging they all say uh lower the price lower the price lower the price and i'm like why would i do that because i i have two clients right now and i've made more money just from them you know instead of lowering the price i could have five clients that pay me less that aren't as engulfed in the knowledge because they don't have to pay that much i'd rather have someone that's like yo this guy this guy's charging a lot so i'm gonna pay attention you know Premium for people that really care and less hassle. The rest is free for people who don't want. 
to do that. Yep. And you said raising your prices too. Like you just get rid of all the bullshit questions. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a, a meme of like $10,000 client says nothing. And a hundred dollar client says, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. Do something. And right. then, you know, the clients that cause you more damage, either just freaking mentally or like structurally. Um, How many clients would you need? How many hundred dollar clients would you need to make $10,000? A hundred? Is that math right? I think, I think it's a little bit more, but I'm not really sure off top. I'm going to do the math. Get the calculator. <laughs> How sad is that, dude? It's not uh, sad because we got the tools right here. I mean, fucking what? But it, just quick, you know, it's a hundred. Um, hundred times a hundred is 10,000. Albert Einstein said, someone asked him a question. He was like, why would I know that off the top of my head? It's already <laughs> in books. I can just look it up. True, 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 true. Um, well, you know, a hundred uh, dealing 100 with a hundred people asking bullshit questions versus dealing with one person. Yeah. That's serious. Like that will probably use it in, in a more but, valuable fashion, but you got to make sure that if you're charging that much, like your shit has to be good. So yeah. you can't like bullshit it's also people incentive for you to, you know, be well. Yeah. So it's just a win-win for you. You do, you make more money and your thing is better. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that is a, I think capitalism at work. <laughs> so raise your prices. He also uh, said something interesting too. Um, sorry, what were you going to say? I just going to say premium for premium users and the rest is free for everybody who wants it. And you can sprinkle in literally what you get the premium users, but the free users probably won't use it anyways. Yeah. Uh, so he has like, he has uh, meetings with like billionaires and stuff that like give him business mentorship. He said this one guy said he was a billionaire and he was old and he was like, profit is like unnatural. So you really have to like work against the grain to make like good profit. You like really got to make somebody's life better. To like a nice nugget. Make a profit on something. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm listening to this for free, dude. Chill, 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 dude. These are That's some nice. Good, some good value. It is unnatural. Yeah. Dang. That's that's literally like seventy, like forty years of someone's like work and like experience in like a sentence. It's amazing. Yeah, that compounding knowledge. That's a beautiful sentence. Um, is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Um, who else is dead? <laughs> we got DMX died this year. Was that this year? Yeah, I don't know. Uh. Some other people, and I also but... got Apple News, and that's <coughs> that tapped into the iPad Mini. This iPad Mini is like 2013. It's really slow, and I think that like works to my advantage. No, phones are such a distraction, bro. Phones and a computer. It's just real. It's so bright. It's so super stimulative. They're bad, um, especially at the gym. It's there. There's someone that was like his whole thing. Shout out to him. I you know like his stuff, but hyper focus equals cutting out all the like overstimulant stuff and the only way you can win at something is hyper focus a phone is so distracting dude i had some like time and away from my phone and even with even with an ipad mini there was just you know hours that i would probably be on a phone or on like youtube or something on not ideal time usage put into a cool 
book or iPad reading or news or something. When I take my phone to the gym, I'm in there for like three hours. But when I don't, I'm in there for an hour. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, man. Horrible. It's very stimulative. It's the worst thing. I got to read a book just because I feel like my eyes need it. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's so literally you feel the difference. It's like you're cleansing your brain. Yeah. Which is horse shit. It's, it's, social media. It's, it's literally something physical, man. It's like there's a lot of information. Maybe it's the app, I don't even think it's the app specifically. Like, it's just a lot, and your head takes it all. We got to deal with this somehow. Steve um, Jobs knew, too. He knew it was coming. So, did I didn't let his, so I didn't let his kids use it. That's what Tim someone, Cook says. <laughs> so Tim Cook's like, said, yo, I stay away from that stuff. Yeah, so I was like, yo, Steve, your kids love the iPad, right? And he was like, nah, they haven't used that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're not allowed to use tech at the table. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you get a software app that is in that stuff that helps people, but like, they do. They have addictive. it. No one uses it. Screen like just, time. You, you have to sway people's addictiveness, which is very hard. And most people want people addicted to their app and not other apps. And that means less health, probably. When you think about it too, when did this start? This smartphone revolution, 2008, 2007? Let's say. And then apps started like, apps really didn't get like popular until like 2010. So it's really been around for 11 years or so. Shout out Angry Birds. How are things going to be in 2030, 2040? Way worse, probably. What was addictive in the past? <laughs> What, was was technology addictiveness the same thing as in the past as it is with smartphones? I do remember there was a period when I was addicted to watching TV. Before I'm sure the, the, the physical chemistry of it is a little different, but that that might have been something similar. Yeah, I just it, it would be on. interesting to see if in the past there has never ever been addictiveness towards a, a technology however primal than smartphones. And if that's true, that's pretty remarkable. People just used to sit around watching the fire. I still watch the fire today. That shit's entertaining as hell. <laughs> it's right. Like it's a great storyline. Today's episode. I also put all my, my uh, devices uh, at the warmest light for like the uh, blue lighting settings. Oh, yeah. Just as a thing. I try not to look at my phone first thing I do when I get up. But sometimes I fail. Yeah, you got it. That's a good thing. Or the last thing when I go to bed. Technology when I look up, though. But it's different, man. <laughs> I swear it's different, bro. It's not the same. I, I, I look at an old PC, and I did start having my iPad in in the corner iPad's different though. I like that iPad, man. Also, Apple News. Apple News is the business. I like it. Damn, wait till you get your hands on one of the newer iPads. They're just too clean. I might not. <laughs> I tried. I was using my dad's. I was like, bro, I just want to buy this right now. It's just so smooth. It's like the perfect thing. 
Why is it good? It's just fast. The gestures, it's fast as hell. It's smooth. This, it's old, right? It's like 2013. It's laggy. Yeah, yours is awful. And and I kind of want to skew towards lag. I feel like it might be beneficial. Really? It's worse for your eyes, too. Oh, no, my eyes. Well, not the lag, just the screen resolution. But mm. Yeah, that screen this, resolution would be dope. How's the battery? Horrible. I bet. Gotta plug it in. This guy... It's actually not, you know, like, it's not the worst. I'm, I'm sure maybe with more usage now, it's gonna really deteriorate, but... Um, it's not it's not the worst. This guy yeah. charges thirty grand to speak. You know, get what you get. It's like, okay, damn bro. Um someday I'll get there. Really? And then I'll go to Hawaii and just jet ski all day. <laughs> That's what this was really about. I forgot the jet ski bit. I love jet ski. It's the <laughs> only thing I want in my life. Just for hours. I just want to be stuck out there. I got a book bag, a bag of books for holidays. Do you for Christmas? Yeah, I got I got some uh black shirts, my favorite. Nice. Love black shirts. Did you actually get a bag of black shirts? Yes. Nice. Book got so membership many black economy. Shirts. Membership economy. That sounds good. It's probably good for community building. Or at least the YouTube clip that tells you about it. Uh, what else? Got a Peter Lynch book. Future, the future is faster than you think. It's a 2020 book. It's kind of interesting. Um, talks about like medium term future of like technology. Mastering the market cycle. Started listening to Art of War in my ears as the background book. The Art of War. I hadn't read it before. It's a nice background book. I need to read that too. Um, Peter Lynch. Something about there's a really pivotal sales book by someone I forget who it was, but I ordered that as well. It's nothing better than just a bunch of books, dude. Yeah, the time to read a bunch of books is nice. You know, two hours, five hours. Get up in the morning, do your thing. I've got to get to my job at Radio Shack. 30 minutes. When was the last time you went to Radio Shack? get the tokens? Is it even public, the token? Not yet. If you don't know know what... Be horrible, but... The brick and mortar thing's interesting. That's kind of like the one thing that it has. Yeah, he's saying that he's using... I think he's going to use Pure One first as a case study that's so fun dude <laughs> you just have just at scale experiment for utility of crypto they made it seem like all of these these are strategic partnerships that just happen to happen but like if you read in between the lines you you could see that he just owns all these things that he's like connecting yeah people, people probably don't know that off top yeah, which is usually how it works. That's funny. <clears throat> That's fun, man. I like that. Gonna watch him go. Fucking who else does that really well? Gary V does that very well. 
if he needs something, he just makes a company or an agency around it and then just partners it with his other company or agency. Yeah, I love his, his infrastructure is something I admire. Still yeah. barely know what he does, man. He, um, well, his main juice is a media like consulting brand agency. It's like basically nothing. <laughs> basically nothing. <laughs> I mean, you have, you have, you have, consulting is such a fun thing because, like, it is, it is, it is, in essence, just like experience, which is, can be very valuable, but it's so somewhat intangible unless you make it very tangible. Well, think about it this way. You got to think of it like a key to unlock more revenue for what you want to do. So mm -hmm. if you are making a certain amount of money and you're like, I don't know how to make more money. And I also don't want to spend time learning how to video edit it in social media. Let me pay this guy to do it for me. Experience premium. Yeah. $30,000 or whatever. Sure. I'll pay 30,000 if he's going to give me 70 grand back. Save time. Yeah. yeah time yeah. is everything. A, uh, an expensive time save. Yeah, I, I'm starting to learn that that's all, all these companies do. They just pay other companies to do the things they don't want to do to help them make more money. And I was like, oh, shit, you can own real estate and not have to do anything? You just hire a company to manage it? Sweet. Make a company to help people. Yeah, wait, I can just make a company that teaches people how to buy real estate? I don't even need to buy it myself? Sweet. Of course, you got to have the knowledge to do that, but which usually comes from which I don't failure. Um, but yeah, it's just like consulting, especially I, I follow this one guy on TikTok. He's our age and he has a an agency where he talks to brands about how to partner with TikTokers and they pay him a lot of money to do so. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me put myself in his customer's shoes, his client's shoes. If I'm like, I don't know, a wallet company or something, like mm -hmm. maybe, maybe I would pay for like a 20-minute like meeting with him so I could be like, hey, dude, where do I start with all this? Because I know all the eyeballs are on TikTok. I have no idea where to start. Like mm -hmm. you're young, you're, you're tapped in. Give me some direction. Mm -hmm. I'm 55. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's killing it. And then he just makes fucking documentaries about his agency, which like brings him more customers. <laughs> like Gary V said, document, don't create. Documenting is fun. I also follow this other guy. He's a genius. Like, he, like brands will comment on these things, be like, hey, can you make me a quick strategy? And they'll be like, okay, so you are an ice cream company. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to make a short series about different flavors of ice cream every day. And then like once a week, you're going to ask people to make up their own thing. And then you're going to make that on a TikTok or something. White guy, short hair, glasses. Yeah. I like him. He's good. He's good shit. Um, he's, yeah. he's, his, his niche is content strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Dorian, but less angry. Shout out Dorian. Niche for niche, you know? Yeah. Hope he's doing well. Shout out. Dorian's cool. I think he he said something. He was like last night and he was like ten years ago I was like partying or whatever, I was broke and now Still drinking I, alcohol, Dorian? <laughs> now I have a hundred thousand dollars in my daughter's brokerage account. Yeah. It's like dude, that's hard as fuck, bro. Good for you. 
that was also, I think that was a, a, a theme of a tweet that was going around, which is very content oriented, taking other people's stuff. Content was crazy. That guy with the glasses also said something interesting. He was like, in the future, instead of learning public speaking, kids are going to learn how to talk to the camera. I like, like that one too. Because that's like, that's where jobs are going. You're going to have to know how to communicate with brands and audiences. The online. art of storytelling. Yeah. I think I'm lucky because I've been like, I was going to say, tinkering with it for at least 10 years. Yeah. So, like, I just hopped into it and it was easy, but I can understand how some people are uncomfortable. Yeah. It, that plus, I mean, you have to have that um, skill honed in a bit, plus the expertise of something. Yeah. It's good content that people find value from. I was watching my super old videos from like eighth grade. So awkward the yeah. way I would talk to the camera. But I was like, yo, look at little, look at little Johnny go. He's figuring it out. Mr. Dope, dude. Like I said, very proud. I should not have stopped online, John, but it's all good. It's all good. I, I made all the <laughs> videos public again because I'm like, you know what? YOLO. Who cares? That'll probably be good for community building too. One day I'll be dead and it won't even matter. But 200 years no one will know who I am unless they do unless they like who who is older than 200 years that like we still talk about it's just a handful of people like White Jesus Napoleon Egyptian guys Egyptian um, even I can't even name Egyptians besides like Cleopatra I mean um, Tottenham Shakespeare the young guy uh, authors governments Rulers, inventors. Anyone today, you think? Um, you probably have your billionaires. I mean, yeah, you billionaires because you have like your old American uh, auto capitalist guys that you still talk about. So like the people that have quasi-monopolies on tech right now. But in 200 years, do you think if you ask a kid who was the first black president, they would know? You might have to think a little bit. <laughs> Have to look it up in your brain chip. Oh man, that's just gonna be. I love reading about that stuff, man. Yeah, just like people that are like working on science that are making things cool. Science. Yeah. Tech science. It's great. It would be cool to like have pockets of, even just for like family. Like a, like a little virtual thing you could look up what your grandpa was doing and have a hologram of him talking about what he was doing at, at 10, 15, 25. And that would be sick. Lost. That's why you got to document stuff today so your kids can have that. And I think a lot more people our age do that now than the past. I think that's why it's kind of an idea I like because people that are me, if I'm thinking of being you know, someone's ancestor in the future, it's a lot cooler and more uh, lack of friction for me to document my life and think about the future and like present that to people that don't exist right now. I'm very happy that I will be able to show my kids what I was making in college. Yeah, right. And I think most people this age, or at least a percentage, have that same sentiment 
Yeah, like when you're in it, you're just like not thinking about that. But now I'm just like, dude, like that would be cool to watch, see what my dad was doing in college, but I can't do that. It's a, it's a it's a common common thread, do you think, in humans? Yeah, I'm probably just gonna have the my only regret is that I wish I was in it more, but I it was the narrator, so it's cool. I just wanted them to see what I looked like. There's a a shot of you. Yeah, there's 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 plenty of co- content online of me for them to consume. All the way back to like 13, 12 years old. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, I'm looking at some of these videos 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Time. That's nuts. 6 years ago? Having a a private space for families to do that rather than public might be something. This video has 57,000 views. <laughs> What's that? Oh, John? Yeah. Man. That is dope that you've been doing that for a while. But I mean, it culminated into 80,000 TikTok followers. Yeah, I was going to get back into it eventually. Just had to find the, the right way. This is the way. John Jones keeps coming up. What's he up to doing cocaine still? Probably. John Jones was so cool for like 20 minutes. He was the coolest dude. He was doing backflips and kicking out people. And then he did cocaine and broke his foot. Like Ron Artest, just beating people up. Hey, man. His name's Meta World Peace, all right? Oh, yeah. Meta. That's some respect. That's like, that's kind of ironic since, like, he was not peaceful in that video. But that's, that's what most people said when he changed his name. And he also had a lot of incidents where he hit people in the face. Did he go to like India and have like a soul awakening or something? Um, I vaguely remember that might have been true, but it could also not be true at all. <laughs> he, uh, did you? Was he in the the, the documentary? Mm-hmm. He's a very uh, fun character. You know, like people sometimes people will be like change their names, and you kind of want to fuck with them and call them their old name. Yeah, I would no, not call him his no old. No one called him. No one. That's why the, even you said Ron Artest to this day. I was like, hey man, hey, man, his name's Meta. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. When he when he did that, everyone was like, yo, I'm not gonna call him Ron Artest. You gotta be scary. To Ron get Artest that kind is a of... cool name, dude. I like yeah, that name. It's fine. Ron Artest. Solid seven. I think it's uh, round on the tongue. Ron Artest. All right, man. Anything else? Uh, Apple, nah. Microsoft, Google, and all those cats are going to get into healthcare. Uh, really? Yeah, I'll actually, I'll read about it. <laughs> there's oh, a God. there's a really cool site called cbinsights.com that has dopest research uh, reports like ever. You need a a non Gmail email to get it, but uh, just like dope reports. Um, yeah, uh, let's see what we got here. Facebook preventative health and a provider search tool to use find for users to find affordable care in their communities and deploy VR-based medical education tools. Facebook, eh, whatever. Apple, updated watch and iOS to capture health metrics. Uh, people can share medical data with their providers. This is what they're doing like right now. Um, and... Do you know of an Apple subscription-based streaming platform with exercise classes? 
Yeah, Apple Fitness Plus. Okay. Um, Microsoft, $9.7 billion to acquire Nuance, a leader in conversational AI for healthcare. Company also launched Microsoft Cloud for Healthcare, a tech stack for enterprise healthcare organizations that combines AI automation, low code app development. Google AI to diagnose skin conditions, EHR search, don't know what that is. Interoperability solution for payers and a return to work test and trace program for employers. Amazon, ma'am. Amazon has Amazon Pharmacy. Oh boy. Amazon Pharmacy, Amazon DX, and Amazon Care, and also AWS for Health. Chill, chill, Jeff, chill. Amazon is going to freaking five minutes use some pills, bro. Plus it knows information about what you need. Ooh, plus Whole Foods. Can you can you talk about a moat, bro? My goodness. Um, that was just yeah. like present day big tech into healthcare. Uh, you know, I'll come back with more in-depth stuff. But yeah, future Apple, Amazon, health. Get into it. That's nuts. Yeah. Facebook wearable. Oh, the, the wearable market's super fun as well. Apple Watch just gone crazy. Even more than that. Get some AR in there, man. Get some uh, glasses that can see a little skin deep. I think the Apple Watch can do, it said, uh, like, something a little deeper than heart rate. Yeah, uh, blood oxygen. That's crazy. That was that was like the the big feature on the Series Six. What I want them to do, which will blow my mind, is it'll know your um, blood alcohol content, so it can tell mm. you if you're good enough to drive. That would not be my Apple car. Fucking no, sir, crazy. That's, uh, that's illegal. Siri would be like, "Yo, dude, I don't think you're good. Uh, maybe pull over and what take a nap, dude." Do they have a video talking about how they did that? It's like uh, they do. But too long didn't read. They like shoot like I want to say infrared, but I don't know. But like, yeah. they like take pictures of your veins or something. Yeah, it seems kind of like if you get a good enough picture, you can kind of do something. Yeah, I don't know how accurate it is, but it has to be accurate enough for them to ship it on the, the watch. <laughs> so I'm sure Apple has a little bit of a of a standard there. I do like how uh, their like their heart tracking stuff is. So, you know, like, if your parents are getting older, oh, really? you can, like, monitor their health. Apple Senior Care? Oh, fuck. The Apple should just make bro. a hospital. That Amazon, I mean, th- that's what I'm saying, man. Are you kidding? Bro, Apple healthcare tools? Like, God damn. Uh, equipment? Come on. Yeah, you know, there's a, uh, a show on Apple TV called Swan Song or something. Uh-huh. And it's about the future and like the people wear like contacts and there's like robots and stuff and i'm like apple's black mirror kind of like apple produced by apple tv yes oh man that 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 is literally them giving you the 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 low-hanging fruit of what they're about to do i'm gonna have to watch that yeah well like i don't know if they like made it they might have just funded it but uh, i mean they basically made ted lasso dude if it's on apple tv it's very apple man i didn't know that swan song yes yeah, that's literally like swan song like, or hey, swan dude, dance or something this is this this will be the future but that's like the lowest on the level of what they're doing the most uh like 
easy easy thing that could come out of that was the cars they used in there. Mm. It's just like vehicles with four seats facing each other, no steering wheel. You just hop in and go. That's what they're planning. They're telling you. Like I say, media gives you what they're planning to do right in your face. And just like most freemium clients, they won't do anything with it. Aquafina? Oh, yeah, she's Aquafina in on here? What's with that name? I only know Aquafina because she was on Billboards in LA. I only know Aquafina because her name's Aquafina. <laughs> like, if, you're, uh, if you want to get noticed, that's the way. Just have a crazy name. Let me see this, uh, this uh, trailer on mute. There's a pregnant family. Apple Original Films. Oh, it's a movie? Yes. Oh. He's going into a doctor's office. Oh, man. Oh, he's doing a whole thing. He's getting flashbacks. He's counting down from three. Oh, there's something on his temple, bro. He's breathing. His The story is... You want me to ruin it? No, no, yeah, go ahead. The plot is uh, he's sick, and there's a thing where, like, you can, like, change bodies into, like, a clone of yours. Of course. But... Like, you won't be able to, like, see your family ever again because the clone will just, like, take over. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, um, digital twin is what people are doing for, like, enterprise AR stuff, right? So you have digital tracking of cars. You can see, uh, metrics of engines and stuff and, this isn't one to one, but it's what popped in my mind. And so you pop on AR goggles and you can see the, you know, everything wrong with the physical car in a digital form. Um, so if you exponential that a little bit and you have biotech, you could basically harvest either biomatter or digital matter, make a digital twin of yourself. Upload your consciousness into that. Hmm. Fuck. And that Amazon had similar. Like I said, man, media is telling you the low hanging fruit of what they're doing. Um, Amazon had that like digital uh, purgatory movie mm -hmm. um, where someone died and they're like in a, their consciousness is in a digital purgatory. So he, he's uploaded into a digital a twin yeah but he doesn't want to because he like won't be able to chill with his family anymore and like the clone, or, or bio or what I think it's bio and I think the clone the clone will have all of his memories but the clone won't know he's a clone yeah so he's like trying to like escape and the doctor's like you're gonna be dead soon so you gotta do this dang even yeah, the memories you store deep in your subconscious are not going to be there. Clean swap. Where is Aquafina? <laughs> Aquafina plays. She's like, I guess she's a clone. Oh, too. Oh, and like, he's trying to like get some info from her. What does he end up doing? I did not finish it. <laughs> the people I was watching it with got bored and turned it off. Was it boring? It wasn't boring, but it was like fresh off of another movie we watched. So. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back to back. It was raining. There was nothing to do. I was like, fuck it. Let's just watch this. Hmm. Fuck. Rin is due today. Shit. Well. Oh, fuck. Get a good.
client prostitution going. God uh, damn. Yeah, subscription stuff, man. The market's bad. Finally. Dude, Apple, Apple is literally holding up this entire stock market, dude. There's a little five percent. It's it's crazy. I was I was I'm reading books and I'm like I've I've experienced so little of like the cycles of stocks uh, that like a five percent down day is like whoa what's going on here? Apple literally just freaking up, dude, just holding the economy by its balls, and Amazon and Facebook and all these Nasdaq top tens. Tim just doing that good work. And what do they even do? You know, a lot of a lot of people buying electronics. A lot of people, it's a lot of cash. They have so much cash, dude. It's like everything I use to interact with digital anything is made by Apple. It's true. It's true. It seems pretty valuable. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, everybody, have a great new year. Please wash your hands. Oh, my crowd going crazy up in this bitch. So you're going to want to have some fun with that. Life is not promised. So, you know, make yourself a promise to live it. Yes. Sounds pretty cool. See y'all. See y'all. Peace out.